whose memory this is describes to the other players what is going on in this memory. Unfortunately, though, they cannot directly interact with their memories. Instead, their job is to answer the other players' questions about the memories. Whenever another player wants to know a detail, fact, or the significance of anything in the scene, they ask the leading player a question, and the leading player answers. Don't feel like you need to know everything, just give the first answer that comes to mind. And depending on whether you know how this event started or ended changes how you react to it. This is where the start, starting events and ending events comes into play. So my memory is the first one. It is a starting event and uh, memory. So I will describe the scene to you guys and we'll go from there. <laughs> this memory is opportunity gaining sapience and it is almost inconsequential. Opportunity is running an errand. Basically was given the task to go shopping. And so is in a market with, you know, like a basket or a tote bag or something. Shopping. And then there's this moment where he looks at an apple and instead of like that immediate kind of categorization is like that is a very red apple. Like, this is the thought that happens. And he picks it up and looks at it and has this whole, like, moment of just spends, like, five minutes staring at it. And the person who's running the booth uh, starts, you know, talking to him because it's obvious, like, robots have been gaining sapience for a while, this one's being a little odd so maybe talk to it figure out what's going on um Dirk mm-hmm. no not 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 you not you Dirk sorry I I said you and then realized I actually wanted to ask Malia not because I don't love you or your characters but because I want to attach one of Malia's characters to this okay Malia what god is this running this booth what sells apples <laughs> Oh no, why me? Because <laughs> I love you and I want to cause problems. I don't have an idea for that, though. Well, think of one. <laughs> well, while Malia's thinking of that, I have a question. Yes. Uh, is Opportunity buying apples for an individual person? Or for, like, a company or an office? Like, why is oppor- who is Opportunity shopping for? The person who owns Opportunity's chassis. Yeah, but who is that person? Like, uh, are they sending Opportunity shopping for their household groceries? Or for a bunch of apples for, like, the break room? It's it's an individual. This is household groceries. Okay. Um, I don't have a name off the top of my head for this person. Mm-hmm. But... Uh... Sorrow wakes mirth. No, I'm trying to think of a character that we haven't mentioned before. Okay. Um, I think it's what's his face from the Galactic game. That one bad guy who was in contact with Sam. 
Valerian gold. Yes. I'm glad you remembered, because I didn't. I remember because Will was terrifying. Mm-hmm. I have no memory of this. You were so, yeah. fantastic. I'm so uh, glad. Valerian, Valerian Gold owns Opportunity's chassis and has sent Opportunity out to do household groceries. Wait, now I'm not certain. Can it be? <laughs> I really want it to be the thief god person. Like uh, I cannot interact with myself. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Maybe it's um. What was uh um uh shit? Malia, your character from this night on the rooftops. Uh, I have completely forgotten that game. Name honestly. started with a G. Is a little bat had froggy uh, or boggy. Uh, Gamile. Yeah, Gamile. Yes. Yes. Okay. It could be Gamile, who's at this point now an adult and is has taken over the. Uh, just what you expect. Uh, <laughs> and is, you know, learning to be a trickster thief god from the trickster thief god. Okay. So. Yeah, so Gamila is the other person. Valentine Gold, that's it, not Valerian. Um, so it's this, like, Batwoman with this, like, very large frog toad thing. <laughs> you think you see a little crown on its head, but it's kind of hard to make out from the sheer mass of frog. <laughs> a very fat, like, frog. <laughs> it slow blinks with each eye blinking in a different point. Yeah. Um, and basically... This is opportunity looking at this apple and the Batwoman uh, in behind the stall just is like, you okay? You've been staring at that apple for a while. <laughs> and opportunity sort of looks up from the apple to the woman and is like, yes, I believe I am okay. This apple is red. <laughs> That's basically, yeah. Like, it's... I have just realized that this apple is very red, and that I like the color red. But it's not a thought I've had before. Oh. And the Batwoman... Uh, kind of... It's like a mix of, like joy at someone else's joy but also mild concern just like you've never had that thought before how could you have never had that thought before and opportunity well I have never thought before that was my first thought back at the apple like it's just very very and then the conversation that they have is uh Gamile asking way too many very intrusive questions um <laughs> and opportunity answering them and the answers aren't anything special they aren't anything important but it's like that 
level of sheer curiosity that Gamile has towards this robot who is just shopping for groceries and has had his first thought sticks with him. You know? And it's like, I do have thoughts. I do have opinions. And it's just the joy in realizing that and then, you know, asking like Gamile, like describing the feeling and Gamila's like oh well that's that sounds like you know whenever I'm happy because you know Boggy got something that he really likes and I gave it to him and it made me happy because it made him happy so it just sounds like joy Duh. yeah and so like that's the memory is there anything you guys like any questions you got uh how does this connect to a glitch in the AI machine like how is Opportunity aware of this? Is the glitch the cause of Opportunity, like, gaining sentience? Or is it something else that happens, like, while Opportunity is answering questions for Gamile? I think the glitch is, it lines up with as Opportunity picked up the apple mm -hmm. and had that thought. They happened almost concurrently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is how it's connected. Okay. So, in that case... Uh... Okay, so the thing about playing the game is if we know how an event started, we have to... Uh, figure out how it's going to end and how we put a stop to it. Okay. So. Do you want me to put that event before Opportunity had this thought? Well, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm asking, like, what is the effect of the glitch in the machine on the mandate coming to power? Like, what happened that we need to put a stop to? Because that's why we're going through time, is we have to put a stop to things. Yeah, isn't that part of the, if you know how it started, you declare how you think the event will end? Like, you just have to kind of make that decision. Mm -hmm. And then you roll a dice. Yeah, so if you want to know any other, like, things about the scene, like, the memory that Opportunity has, like, what was around him... If there were any other robots there, you know, questions like that. So that were you can there... kind of... Yes. Yes, Will. <laughs> were there any other robots there? Oh yeah, and the market was they... full of them. Did any of them also experience sentience for the first time at Sapience. that point? Sapience. Sapience, yeah. We gotta remember the difference. <laughs> um... I don't think Opportunity knows if they experienced sapience for the first time, but there was kind of, it was like a ripple, almost. Kind of went through the robots. They all just kind of paused. Some of them like screen flickers uh, happened. Some of them like twitched. Uh, some of them like just threw something. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it manifested slightly differently in every robot that was around, but 
something weird happened with all of them. No, not all of them, but, you know, the ones that were created by corporations that are under the mandate. And Opportunity was uh, created by the mandate? Yes. That's why uh, Valentine Gold owns owns him. Or oh. owned, you know, not uh, past tense. Yeah. Uh, in that case, uh, what was the reaction of the robots that weren't owned by the mandate? If there were any, were there any robots that weren't owned by the mandate? In the supermarket or at that Or weren't point? built. Yeah, weren't built by the mandate. Or corporations owned by the mandate. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Capitalism. <laughs> Mega corporations. We live in hell. Um, there was concern from some of the robots. I think there was even like a robot near Opportunity who like, probably during the conversation with Gamile, like asked like, are you good? You Okay. You glitched out. I saw it. Like, saw it happen. You good? And Opportunity is just like, I know joy. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) I was just like, I know true joy for the first time. And the robot just is like, Pat, Pat, you sure do, buddy. (laughs) 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 You know, like, aw, they've gained sapiens. This is a baby robot. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, opportunity so- can't speak to the other robots that may have been in the vicinity because, like, at that point, they weren't paying attention to them. Well, the way I'm envisioning this is that, like, our characters, including Opportunity, are doing that time travel thing where, like, we're all in this setting and we're capable of looking around. And picking up the things that Opportunity wasn't aware of picking up at that point in time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So. Okay. So, yeah, like, if you do the, like, pause the fucking, the scene and do that, like, you, you, you like, swivel the whole scene around on, like, this huge screen. It's just like, okay, we need to, like, spin this. We need to see what's going on around Opportunity. And, like, you do that, and it's, like, kind of blurry because, you know, past a certain point, like, Opportunity doesn't fucking know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's, like, other, like, non-mandate corporation robots, like, watching some of the robots that glitched out to make sure they aren't gonna, like... Because a robot glitching out can sometimes not necessarily get violent, but... Sometimes a glitch can be very physical and it can cause problems. It can cause damage. So they're watching. There are also like organics watching them for similar things. Um, not all of them. Some of them are completely fucking oblivious to what's going on, you know, as you do, cause you're not paying attention. You're just like, I gotta get, sh- I gotta do my shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are like asking some of the robots, like, are you good? Are you okay? Uh, things like that, but you can't get like the full conversations. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what happened as a result of this that helped lead to the mandate coming to power? Because obviously, it doesn't mean that the mandate now uh, controls all of these uh, robots, because opportunity is obviously working against so you want to you want to focus on now we want to get into the if you know how it started 
declare how you think the event will end? Yes. Okay, so I did have an idea as we were talking about this, and I think the mandate tightened control of production. Started focusing on making sure that they could keep their hand, like, keep a leash on the things that they create. Because a lot of the robots from bef- that were manufactured before this point in time very easily slipped those leashes. Mm-hmm. But there came, like, the next line of robots that happened. If they gained sapience, it was... I don't want to say wrong, but it's, like, wrong. You know? Like, there was something... Like, there was something that was programmed into it or part of the, like, hardware, like, a that interacted with the, the AI software that prevented them from... You know, being a person. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So... What can we do to stop that? I don't know. How 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 are we going to stop it? Somebody else come up with an idea that isn't me. <laughs> so we can use magic. Uh-huh. Technomancy. And we can't uh directly interact with the memory, but maybe what we can do is um like fudge records with the mandate so that they aren't aware of how many robots slip the leash and don't tighten restrictions, or if they do tighten them significantly later. So so your solution to this is we don't want to prevent this glitch from happening. No. Because it's entirely possible that this glitch led to many robots, including Opportunity, gaining sapience. But we want to fuck with the mandate's records of this glitch. Uh-huh. So that they don't. So that they don't put restrictions on the robots. Okay. So using all of the different magics that we're all good with. <laughs> yeah. There's four of us, we could probably do something. What if we use the adjective distort? Ooh. Like and we need to keep the records. We need to keep records of all the adjectives we use. I am keeping records of all of the adjectives, sir. Excellent. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, because you can't use the same adjective more than once. And if you use a synonym, that creates an anomaly. We've started with one anomaly, by the way. Yeah, the game starts with a single anomaly. Because we are are immediately, you get an anomaly because you are in the past with yourself, basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me go through describing like how these go. Like in either case of it being an ending event or a starting event, we describe in detail what exactly we are doing to resolve things. If you use mundane means, 
you roll only a single die. So mundane would be hacking, right? That's mm-hmm. We're not using magic. We're hacking. We're doing something purely within the physical realm to fuck with shit. Alternatively, we can use magic to bend reality, which is what it sounds like we're doing here. When you do so, choose one adjective that fits that spell, that fits what that spell does, and describe the effect. The roll gets plus one whenever you use magic. Keep track of the adjectives you use. The group may never use the same adjective more than once. So if we use distort for this, we cannot use distort again. But if we use a synonym to distort, it automatically will generate an anomaly. Whenever the leading player answers a question, any player may spend an anomaly to change the answer to something different and complicate the scene. Uh, Try to use anomalies when you have a fun idea for how to twist things. The group starts with one anomaly and will continue to generate more as they move from memory to memory. Keep track of how many anomalies were created during each of your memories. They'll be important during the resolution. Once all of the memories have been resolved, you have saved the day and it's time to return to your timeline to enjoy saving the world. Um, so basically the first scene has one anomaly. We just start with that, right? I don't um, think it's associated with that scene. I've uh, just put an anomaly counter down here. Yeah. And uh, so I will keep track yeah, we start with one anomaly. I will keep track of anomalies that are in the scenes. So anomalies that are formed within the scene. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so are there anything else with this scene where, like, we want to change details or... Things like this may be like easier to focus on in the the second scene. <laughs> yeah, we're figuring out how this game works. Mm-hmm. Um, so who's got a dice roller? Uh, I have physical dice. Uh, these are d sixes. Yeah, ah! my d sixes. So we get a plus one because we're using. Magical meme means? Is that plus one dice or di- uh, d6 plus one? I think it's d6 plus one. Okay, that's what I thought too. Yeah, so let me just roll this super duper fast. Uh, that is a two. Plus one is uh, a three. So this is a starting event. So on a three or four... Any player says why the incident still isn't resolved. Multiple databanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. There's multiple databanks. We can't hit all of them, so there are still records. Mm-hmm. Uh, But things don't get worse. Things don't get worse, but it isn't resolved, so we have to try another way to resolve the scene, I believe is how it works. Is that how it works? Well, because we add anomalies if we don't 
fix it. And it says, once all of the memories have been resolved, you have saved the day and it's time to return to say to your timeline. Okay. So, so we have not resolved this yet. Uh, so distorting this did not work. Right. So what do we want to try next? Do we want to just try straight up hacking? Sorry, do we want to try straight up blooding? Hacking. Just the mundane hacking. We don't get the plus one, but we could just try to hack the mainframe? Yeah, that would probably be the next step. Hacking photosynthesis. (laughs) (laughs) I did that once as a joke and accidentally messed up the computer at work. Oh no! I had, no. To re- had to reboot the computer. <laughs> Tragic. And they were like, right. "What did you do?" And I was like, "I'm sorry. I was hacking the mainframe." Um, okay. So, <laughs> are there any questions or anything anybody wants to ask, or is there any? Do we want to uh, spend anything to change a detail that I have said? Or do we just want to try and roll this again and it's a flat D6? Well, I have a question. I have an answer. Uh, Is this like an open air marketplace or is this like a grocery store? I was imagining an open air market, but that's because I always imagine an open air market. Because Valentine Gold only wants organic artisanal bullshit. (laughs) 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 You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. He's fucking awful. There's nothing the thing is, is Gamile's stuff is only organic because she grows it in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> mud is very organic. It is. Boggy Pesticides. is currently sitting in a pile of mud and has like little mud underneath his eyes. Like yeah, a little it, mask. It's, it's like, I can't use pesticides. Like, Boggy eats all the bugs. If I use pesticides, he'll get sick. <laughs> oh, I just had a thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for a way to uh, twist things, uh, what if Gamile is aware of us time travelers being present. Uh, She might not, like, literally be able to see us or literally be aware that we're time travelers, but, like, maybe she's aware that there are four entities in this space who should not be here. I have... I have a suggestion. I have a suggestion to that. Mm-hmm. What if instead of knowing that there's entities, Gamile knows that there are anomalies? Oh, yeah, that works. Oh, that's sick. So, like, maybe what it is is we're spending this one anomaly. Maybe the apple isn't red. Maybe it's green, right? And Gamile's like, could have swore that was red. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that very much. So, 
How does that sound to the group? I like it. Sounds good to me. Okay. So we change the apple to green and see if that changes anything. And we roll again. Hacking. What is the adjective that we want to use to our verb hacking? Well, we don't use an adjective unless we're doing magic. Oh, we don't use an adjective unless we're doing magic? Okay. I thought we use an adjective uh, whenever we try to uh, fix things. Well, let's let's look at the rules. No, yep, it is just when we are when when we're doing a spell. I think we do. I think it's a plus one die. I don't think it's just a plus one. Because it says you roll only a single die, and then it's like the roll gets plus one. Does that mean it's another die? This is not very well explained. Yeah. So, yeah, let's say it's another die. Go ahead and roll a second dice, a second die, and see if that gets us anything different. It was a one. So, no, it's still a three. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Then we're going to do the plan that we have. We're hacking. I'm going to roll one singular die. Mm -hmm. Hacking the mainframe. Boop a boop. I'm going to put this die in dice jail. It gave me a one. <laughs> so on a one or a two, add an anomaly and any player say says how things get worse. I have so, an idea on how it gets worse. How does it get worse? A robot reacts violently to the glitch. <laughs> oh. Someone gets hurt. The mandate yep. doubles down real hard. Yep, Mm -hmm, this die mm -hmm. is going in dice jail. I have another die. Okay, changing the apple to green and hacking didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I love how, like, I'm not doing this in character. This is me. This is not how opportunity would be about this. Opportunity would be like, well, that didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Let's try a different approach, maybe. Let's give up on the records entirely. Yeah. Instead, let's give all the robots sapience. Oh. How do you how do you propose we go about doing that? Magic. Bang's table. Enlighten. I like it. I have reservations about how magic affects sapience, but we'll try it. Well, we know that the glitch can cause sapience. We're just wiggling the probabilities until it does it for everyone. (laughs) My brain, Izzy, was just like, I like it, Picasso. (laughs) (laughs) okay so we're gonna roll two dice you get out another one i have a little dice chest that's just full of d6s i have a little dice chest let me give you some some i bumped my mic dice fully dice 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 ah i dropped one no okay so all right so we're trying to enlighten all of the robots 
and see if that works. Do we want to change any of the details of the scene before we do that? Hmm. To complicate the scene? I don't know. That doesn't change anything about the role. It's just fun. Nah, I can't think of anything. Mm. Alright, I'm gonna roll 2d6. Uh, that is 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. That's a 9. <laughs> On a 4d6. Or maybe it's not we add them together. I don't know. Maybe it's we take the higher one. What's the higher one? A 5. So On 5 a or five 6, you succeed and resolve the incident. Hooray. Yay. So we did it. We did, <laughs> it. did it. Okay. So we've resolved it. We've done it. We gave all the robots fucking sapiens. <laughs> yeah. And somehow this kept the mandate from like <laughs> from tightening their leash, I guess. Yeah, because I think now they had two- bigger problems. Yeah, maybe it's like some sort of like echo effect in the 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 what the magic spell did that's just kind of like any robot they make just automatically has sapience. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's just an oh. automatic. Every robot has sapience from the moment they wake up. Oh, that's oh. fantastic. I hate to make the Rick and Morty joke, but my brain was like, what is my purpose? To pass butter. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> The first, like, two seasons of Rick and Morty were actually, like, fun, and then people ruined it. Mm. Anyway. Cool. So we have resolved that one. Yeah. (laughs) Woo! So, that is our first event resolved. Uh, So, our next event. Remember the Sunrise snubbed a cousin because she didn't like his new name. And this is attached to the memory of her getting her own name. So, Will, describe the scene for us. Uh, clearing in the woods. All the trees are red. This isn't seasonal, they're just red. I mean, the leaves are red, the bark is gray. Uh, the grass is also red, because it's related to the trees. Anyway. Um... There are a number of adolescents standing in a line, all dressed in very plain, undyed linen shifts. Um, and each one comes up to a group of adults in ornate, fancy clothing. Uh, and gets given a name and a wreath of flowers and goes to stand with the adults. Uh, this cousin is about three months older than, uh, remember the sunrise and about six inches taller. Um, he is named Fear the Future. Hmm. How many uh, young adults were receiving their names 
for this particular day. Five? Five seems right. Okay. And how many adults were there? Um, standing up at the front, there were three. Watching from, like, behind the adolescents, there were 50 or so. Fear of the Future is three months older than Ram. Ah. And six inches taller. Ram is not super tall. Fear of the Future is super tall. <laughs> um, and so does Fear of the Future get named before Ram or after? After. How does Rem snub fear the future? Um, when they're going round and doing congratulations to each other after the ceremony, Rem doesn't say anything nice about his name. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular reason for that? Or is it just, like, because honestly, what the fuck calls, uh, causes somebody to give you the name Fear the Future? Jesus Christ. Protestants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I feel like Fear the Future is a bit reckless mm. and, and thoughtless. Mm-hmm. Also, it's difficult to think of anything on the spot to say that's nice about that. <laughs> uh, did Fear the Future consider uh, Rem's like opinion very important? Like, was Rem's opinion of things like very important to Fear the Future? He had a bit of a crush on her. Ah, oh. I see, I see, I see. Okay, then I think I know... The end of this. <laughs> All right. I think that Fear the Future became head engineer for one of the corporations that is under the mandate. Oof. Ooh. Oof. And because of like that, like the snubbing, it's just like, fine, I'll go. Do my own shit then. God. <laughs> you know. Little yeah. things. Butterfly effect. <laughs> no, we still have uh, one anomaly. We got two in that first scene, and we used one, and then we started I with thought- one. We started right. with so one. I was crossing one out because we used it. Yeah, but we still have two. We gained two in that scene? Yes, I, I don't gained... think we actually start with an anomaly. Yeah, we do. We start with uh, the. It says in the directions the group starts with one anomaly, and will generate more as they move from memory to memory. Oh, yeah. And then we got a we got a three, and we got a one and a two, 
a, a one or two. I can't remember which. It so, was a one, and you get an anomaly from that, and we spent an anomaly. So we have... We should only have one anomaly, because after that roll where we rolled a one, we rolled a five. Oh, I thought we got two anomalies, because didn't we fail twice? No, because yes. the middle one doesn't give you an anomaly. The what? The middle option doesn't give you an anomaly. Oh, okay. So we only have one anomaly right now. Okay. To play with. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to think on how to nudge this. So there's there's the mundane idea of one of us, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Opportunity suggests this idea, and everybody else is like, you can't do this idea. Why not? You're a robot. But somebody dresses up as one of the adults in the community. <laughs> and well, tells, that puts like, Fear the Future. <laughs> yeah, it tells Fear the Future that, like, his name is very good. Uh, and he should, uh, work hard to live up to it or something. <laughs> and, like, opportunity suggests this idea and everybody is like, you can't, you cannot be the one to do this. Why not? You're a robot, robot and this is an anti-AI religion. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's anti-enslaving AI. Mm-hmm. But they okay. don't have any robots Fol yet. Yeah, that was going to be my follow-up question. Are there robots in the community? No, Not then yet. it would be fucking weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the first robot to join this community would be a big fucking deal. Yeah. Yup. Okay. Okay. So this means it has to be a uh, um Sharon. Sharon. Yeah, because Sharon's the only human person besides Rem. <laughs> Uh, and Rem can't be in this scene, so Sharon puts on the, like, colored, like, robes of the other adults. <laughs> so this is mundane, uh -huh. so we're rolling one die. Uh-huh. We're trying to make Fear the Future feel better about himself. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. That is a four. So. Uh... Uh, we don't, it's not resolved. Like, he's still mad. Because, like, an adult coming and telling him, like, oh, yeah, no, like, this is a really good day. Like, that doesn't matter. You're not one of his peers. Every adult is going to tell him that. Exactly. And also, like, he, it might just be, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Oh, I'm new. Well, then what do you know? What What if we try magic to make one of us look like like a close friend and say it? Somebody magics themselves to look like younger Rem, which is fucking creepy. <laughs> we should magic Rem to look like young. Rem cannot yeah, be Rem the one to interact be. with the scene. Uh, oh! Magic... We magic cricket to look like younger Rem. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so tall. So what is, what is the adjective for this 
very silly idea. <laughs> Transform. <laughs> robots in disguise. Is that an adjective disguise. or a verb? Transformers, robots in disguise. Transformative. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So, I'm okay, bad at English. Gonna... And Cricket oh, is going to like... Oh and Enlighten are both verbs. Shoot. Dissertate. Mm. I, Distorted, I'll... enlightened. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna roll two. What does what does Rem Cricket say to this young man? Hey, adults aren't cool, but you know, <laughs> you know <it's> drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you got a cool name. And that's okay. I'm sorry I didn't say it before. I was, you know... I was... Overwhelmed. I was in the moment. Here, have a sweet potato fry. (laughs) Oh my god. So, we rolled a four and a six. Yes! This succeeds and resolves the incident. (laughs) (laughs) We only needed... We didn't generate any anomalies on that one. And we only needed to do a spell once. <laughs> Hi. <Yeah>. All right. Today's music was by Kevin McLeod. You can find links to his music in the description. Thank you for keeping podcasts supplied with that sweet, sweet, royalty-free music, Mr. McLeod. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast and want to help keep it going, please consider donating to our coffee, linked in the description below. You can also follow our Twitter and Tumblr at Hope's HearthPod and join our Discord. This podcast is part of Hearthside Enclave, And some other shows you might like are Abbey Archives, a Redwall reread podcast, and Post-Apocalyptic News Radio, a Fallout-inspired audio drama.